Hey, it's Kathy. I'm so excited because, drumroll please, doors are officially open to my program, The Abundance Method. I have been wanting to put this program out in the world for two and a half years. I've been working on it behind the scenes, and this is my signature program. This is the program that is going to teach you the method, the framework for how to become a master manifester in your life. Why is that? Because everything is vibration. We live in a world that is atomic. That means the world is made of atoms, which is energy. 99.9% of every atom is energy and less than 1% particle. So in order for us to manifest in our life, we need to become the highest vibe possible and to sustain that. This program is going to show you how to meditate and how to set your day on the right track so that you have a practice that can help you project your amazing energy into the world, which will bend the 3D, which will help you manifest in ways that you won't even believe. This is a transformative live program. It is designed to help you on this journey of spiritual awakening. It's going to give you tons of tools. I'm going to show you how to change your energy, master the manifestation once and for all, This is the first program of its kind. We're actually trademarking all of this framework because it is something that is so unique and I think you're going to be so excited about learning it. Also, there are some bonuses right now. If you sign up before May 14th, you're gonna get the following. A magic morning journal, which is going to help you every day to set your energy in the right way, daily prompts. Plus, you're gonna get an exclusive podcast so that you can be listening to this program If you can't make the live Zoom calls, we can give it to you on a track so that you can be listening to it like you do a podcast. Also, you're going to get a pack of 10 meditations from me, and you're going to be getting a training that I just gave a workshop called Permission to be Rich, one of the best workshops I've ever done, which you will love. And there is a platinum level to this program. If you choose the platinum level, not only do you get extra coaching calls with me, you also get extra mentor support, but this is really cool. You also get a retreat included. My retreats are normally $3,000. You will get the retreat for free included. Plus, you will get a front row seat at that retreat because you will be on the Platinum VIP track at the retreat. All of this is here for you. I'd love to see you in this program. I want to see you tapping in, turning on to that electricity within you so that you can find your way to the life that you were born to manifest for yourself. You can join us now at kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait. Get on in there, see what all the excitement is about. It's going to be so much fun. Don't keep your day job and supported by Pocket, your space to absorb all the amazing content you find on the web. Fill the Pocket app with those articles, long reads, and videos that catch your eye and create a quiet corner to focus on your interests. Transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. You can download this now from your app store. Thanks to Outdoor Voices for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Outdoor Voices makes high-quality active apparel that transitions seamlessly and fashionably from the gym life to everyday activities. For 20% off your first order of $100 or more, you can visit outdoorvoices.com slash dreamjob and enter promo code dreamjob. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. How do you like my sexy, I have a sore throat, Kathleen Turner voice? It's kind of cool, right? Uh, Yeah, this is what I sound like when I uh, have a Ricola all day long and some uh, tea next to me and some 
chicken soup brewing because I, I have a two-year-old and when she gets sick, guess who gets it? Me. But it's worth it because she's so cute and she says things like, one second, I'd be right back. And everything she does is cute. So how are you guys? Have you heard the episode we did a few days ago with Danielle Laporte? Because if you've heard it, you know why I'm saying that in that way. It was so life-changing for me. I mean it. That episode, oh my gosh, like I just feel like a whole world has been opened for me since I talked to her. You know how sometimes you've heard that expression, hidden in plain sight? I feel like when I was talking to Danielle, that's how I felt. I felt like she would unlock things and I would have these like huge realizations of things that are already right here, hidden in plain sight. Like, you know, like she talked about removing the obstacles to love and how that's really all what this whole journey is about. And the other day I was doing a meditation and the 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 teacher said, your heart has so many walls up around it. What would happen if you let those walls go? And she was talking about the same thing. You know, we we have courage to even listen to this show. It takes so much courage to want the things you want and to pursue them because so many people have decided that the best strategy is to remove the wanting because then they won't have to get rejected or hurt and then they can protect themselves. And what Danielle was saying is the universe can't resist authenticity. And I love how she said, instead of saying, everything's great, everything's fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, which is like such a lie that we all are saying constantly. She said, how about if we say, dear life, I don't feel worthy. Dear life, I'm petrified. Dear life, I don't believe I deserve it. Whatever comes up, whatever's in there, she said, when we can just say it, what's real, what's true, now we're ready for a breakthrough because then we can actually see what's really going on and we can unbundle it. And she said, the whole thing is just learning to allow the love in and knowing that you don't have to do anything to deserve the love, that the universe and God and the light and the creator, whatever you want to say, however you want to call it, it's all conspiring constantly to help you create, to help you get home, to help you feel connected and congruent with yourself, doing you in this world, leaving your mark. So it's amazing to me how much of the time so many people, we put these limits. We say, I won't really go down that path because yeah, it's okay. I don't need to pursue the love I have for dancing or baking or music or writing. I'll just sit over here and do this. But why? That's not putting you in the flow. That's getting you out of the flow. The flow is allowing, allowing for your intuition to lead you, allowing in the sense that you're going to go the next step. You just, my friend, Emily McDowell, she's so amazing. She said the other day, all you have to have to be successful 
is a clear vision of where you want to go toward and a, a place to put your right foot. You don't have to know the in-between. Just know the very next place to step. Because as you go step by step, when you're ready for the next step, I promise it's going to appear. If you allow, if you go with your intuition and you stay in the flow, you're going to get directed to what you were put here to do. I promise. So it was so great to have her on. Please go back and listen and do your friend a favor and share that episode with a friend, with two friends, with six friends. And by the way, that is a huge holiday gift to give to us. If every one of you shared that episode or this episode or any episode, we would double our audience, which makes a significant impact in what our team can do and the kinds of things we can keep creating for you. So don't think this all happens for free. Like there's a whole bunch of people working on this. And the more you guys just listen to the show and leave us an iTunes review and come follow me on Instagram, those three things, which cost you nothing in terms of money, but they're just you supporting us. That means so much. So please share the show. So I want to talk about some of your wins, how awesome, awesome, awesome this community is. And then I want to introduce you to somebody who we're going to have on the podcast today, who I love, who I refer a lot of people to because she is awesome. So on Tuesday, Nicole posted on our Facebook group, by the way, you guys, our Facebook group just hit over 7,000 humans. It is such a supportive, sparkly place. Come over to the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. It's one of the most loving, supportive groups of people. You can tell us what you're doing. Show us your work. Let us know when you're feeling scared or overwhelmed. You're going to meet like-minded, talented, heart-driven, soul-driven, beautiful makers. Please come over to the Don't Keep Your Digital Facebook group. So Nicole posted the other day and she said, I quit my job, a job that I had with the state guaranteed benefits, salary, and pension if I continued there for the next 20 years. I quit my job and it was just that. It was just a job. Like Kathy says so many times in the podcast, we know intrinsically why we are there to listen and we don't need her to tell us what to do. And I finally just said, I would rather be happy than miserable at a job. This morning I woke up leisurely. I made my own schedule for the day. I collected $500 for payments from new customers and got an email that a ticket that has been pending since May was dismissed. Sometimes we block our own blessings by trying to go against what our gut tells us is the thing we should do. I'm glad I quit. I'm extremely happy to say I'm a full-time cookie dealer now, and I will look forward to what's next to come. So here she posted a photo of a beautiful cookie, a gingerbread cookie that she designed in front of a T-Mobile shop. So I wonder if, Nicole, your job was at T-Mobile Making cookies sounds much more up your alley. I'm so happy for you. Congrats on leaving a miserable job. You know, we always say happiness is an inside job and you're taking control of that happiness. I'm so proud of you. And yeah, I do say a lot that I'm not here to reveal some big secret to success. I'm here to remind you of things you already know right there, right inside of your gut. Thank you so much for sharing this. I know it's going to inspire a lot of other people to step up to the plate 
and raise their standards and stop tolerating a life that's not serving you. Everyone, you can go ahead and give Nicole some love. She sells her adorable cookies at icravedessert.net and let's all cheer her on in this next exciting chapter. Now also, I want to congratulate you because I'm a big fan of starting a side hustle before you just leap and you're not really sure what you want to do or how you're going to make dollar one. So you already did that, which means you really had a sense of what was possible and you already started feeling the rewards of what it feels like to know what you want to make and be making it. So that's really exciting. And I don't, I don't want you guys to lose that piece of the story because that is something you all can be working on right now. And then your day job can be acting like your investor while you are building the side hustle over the next, let's say three, six, nine, 12 months. Okay. Another win. Emily reached out to me on Instagram and said, hi, Kathy, no better day to finally send a message and introduce myself than on my birthday. I have been faithfully following and listening and growing along with your podcast. It has inspired me in ways I didn't know I needed. And I officially started my own business about a month and a half ago. I'm a personal property appraiser specializing in fine art and musical instruments, but I hope to add on antiques and home furnishing soon. I'm a visual artist as well, because I have learned from you. We can do many different things that we love doing. Also, thought you'd like to know this message hails from South Dakota. Your podcast is even reaching the small Midwest. I share and tell as many people to listen as often as I can because it truly changes lives. Thank you for being real and loving a huge group of creatives. I am blessed by your podcast. Emily, thank you so much for your kind support and happy belated birthday. I'm so touched you would take the time on your special day to send me that super sweet message. I love that you're embracing and exploring your different interests and it's true. We can be multi-hyphenates. You guys, you can follow Emily on Instagram at Emily Earmark. That's E-M-I-L-I-E-E-A-R-M-A-R-K. Check out her work at earmarkevaluations.com. Okay, let's just say a quick thanks to our sponsor. Don't Keep Your Day Job is supported by Pocket, the app for reading, watching, and listening to all the amazing content you find on the web. If you love podcasts, you're going to love Pocket's new listen feature. Any article you've saved can be read out loud, so the rest of you is free to cook, commute, work out, walk, or just relax and listen. You can transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox, download from your app store, or at getpocket.com. Okay, so now I want to share a conversation I had with my friend, Raina Pomeroy. She is a business coach for creative business owners, and she's all about what we do right here on this podcast, helping people make a living, doing what they love, and serving the world with their gifts. Her work has been featured on Huffington Post, Entrepreneur.com, and on over 30 chart-topping podcasts. And she used to co-host the Creative Empire podcast with Christina Scalera, who's also been a guest on this show. And she's really good at narrowing down what is important to you what's going to be important for your business and how to get specific on what you really want to do. So I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this. So let's dive in. Raina, it's such a treat. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. I love the work that you do and you're so easy to like fall in love with because you're so sparkly and I love how you've created something that's really aimed at helping creatives to find their passion and fuel it and create a business. Will you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to be doing what you're doing now? Sure. 
So, to make the very long story short, I was actually in psych before, and I was working as a social worker, and realized that I needed a creative outlet in order to survive a very exhausting career, and so I started a wedding planning business, and so I loved that space. I love logistics, but what I learned in that business is that what I loved most is helping people, one, listening to um, the vendor's talk about their businesses and what what was going on behind the scenes and like just seeing that component and also like my operations part of my brain just to be able to infuse that and help people run a more effective business um, and a like life sustaining business. So I got coach trained and have now been able to pull both sides of my loves, you know, the talking to people and communicating with people and also the working on the creative businesses side of my life. So it's really just a nice mesh of things. And now what I get to do is work with people who are right-brained and heart-centered, who typically have like all the tabs open, both on their Chrome and also in their heads, right? They have all the (laughs) ideas spinning in their minds and sometimes struggle to focus in on that one good idea to take action on. So they, they're like always got the, the projects open, but they don't feel like they're completing things. And so I get to work with them to figure out what's most important, not only for their revenue, that's really important too, but also for like their lives and the seasons that they're in right this moment um, and making sure that they're both balanced out and that they're taking into consideration the things that are truly important to them. Oh my gosh. It's so incredible because you're doing such helpful things and you're also so productive. You're just like amazing. But I can imagine that if you can help a person not only to talk through things and gain awareness about, you know, themselves and find insight in what they're thinking or discover things, but to direct that and channel that into helping helping them find a sense of purpose and doing what it is they love and that alignment in that fulfillment with their thing, their zone of genius, so to speak. That's everything in one. So I want to start there. Sometimes people don't know which thing to focus in on. And we get that question a lot here at Don't Keep Your Day Job. And people say, you know, Kathy, I'm just struggling, like, not sure what I'm good at, or I have 15 things I like, and I don't know Mm -hmm. which one to sort of go after. How do you speak to that? How can you help people gain clarity around that yeah, so what it, that I feel like I've been on that journey too. I mean, being a social worker to becoming a coach for creative entrepreneurs, the line does not look very straight and it feels very, very windy. And I think that there's a lot of doubt in the process. And so I think one thing I just want to encourage people to realize is that every single step in the process, whatever job you have, whatever volunteer work you're doing, you know, whether you're parenting or, you know, wherever you are in that journey, there's some lesson to be learned here. And in that process, we learn a little bit more about ourselves and we have to be self-reflective and learn, you know, what is valuable here? What is important to me? And what do I want to be leaning more into and figuring out what that next step is? We're ambitious humans. We want to achieve something and we want to find fulfillment in the work that we do and the things that we create. And in order for us to be able to do that, we have to ask ourselves, what feels great? What do we want to be producing? What do we want to be um, continuing to move? move towards. I think just sitting down and reflecting on those things. I I love journaling. Um, One of the first ways, I guess, that I decided to leave the social work profession was by journaling in my power sheets. That was the the start of this current business. And I really just encourage people to think thoughtfully Um, instead of just being on their phones and scrolling and figuring out what other people are doing 
kind of turning in and getting quiet and saying, what makes me feel like enough? What do I want to contribute to the world? And I think the other thing too is that we 90% of us, especially women, we hear the imposter syndrome. We hear the, you cannot do this. You're not enough. You're not qualified. You don't have the training. All of that stuff so loud and clear. But what if we just like turn that mean girl voice down, right? Turn the knob down a little bit and say, you know what? Even if I don't have what so-and-so has, okay, but what can I do right now? And how can I deliver on something? How can I make somebody's life better? I think that's like the potential that we see for ourselves. I think that that's fantastic. The thing that I think comes up for a lot of people, and I think it's probably come up in my own head, there's a thought of like, okay, so I've done some journaling and I've gotten quiet and I realized that the thing that makes me feel the most like in alignment with myself is floral design or making handbags or pottery or hand lettering. And then the next thought is, And is that actually a viable job? Like, am I actually going to be able to make a living? Like, how do we know that just because you decide that you love something that that's going to be worth it or it's going to actually be possible? So the way that I would try to figure out if there are, you know, if there's legs under a particular idea is to choose one and, you know, start figuring out if you can make money in in small quantities because you're really trying to test an idea. But the creative types, a lot of my clients, myself included, we have a lot of different skills and it doesn't mean that we should be trying to create businesses out of all of them. And we sometimes have to pick one that seems like the most viable, something that seems like most relevant to our audiences or people that are around us. And for a lot of my creative entrepreneurs, there's no shame in the game of having a part-time job and seeing if that thing has legs to figure out if you can validate it and make X number of dollars or get X number of clients um, or however many pieces of your product sold to show that there is actually an audience for the product that you're trying to create. Yeah, I understand what you're saying for sure. I think one of the things that comes up for people is they, they feel like there's not enough room. Like, why would I even try to start my own bakery or why bother creating a blog? Like, people just don't really feel like they're ever going to, you know, gain any traction when this other person already has, you know, 500,000 Instagram followers, or there's already four dozen podcasts on baking, like, why should they bother beginning? What would you say to that? If something is important enough, you have to be solid in your why. And if something, if that why is important enough to you, it is going to be worth pursuing, right? And so I think one of my biggest things in business is to get really concrete about why you're endeavoring to go into this space. What is it that you're hoping to gain from it or hoping to contribute to it? And then once you get clear on that, the decision as to how you actually get there is kind of irrelevant. Obviously, there's so much merit to people having success. And, you know, it's it's great to be able to see your comp- quote unquote competitors or people who are ahead of you or mentors. But you have to carve your own path and you have to forge ahead knowing that, yeah, it might not be as easy or an overnight success, but is it still worth it? Is the impact that you're trying to make still worth pursuing? Totally. I think that that why is is really important. So getting into some of the meat of some of the content that you have, um, let's go through a few of these like seven segments to master in your business. That's exciting yeah. to talk about. Let's talk about those seven segments. What are they and how do we master them? 
I feel like there are a couple different things that you have to be able to do in your business, especially when you're starting, um, instead of just jumping to something that your guru says or whatever, to have like a cyclical process that you come back to. And for my audience who are very right-brained and heart-centered, they want to give, give, give. And I wanted to show people that you can, yes, absolutely give, but I want you to also profit from your business so that it's not just an expensive hobby. So basically this process is called the Fueled with Heart model and I have the seven segments. And the first one is basically what we just talked about. The heart and core is the, the basis of why we do things, how we do things and basically the filter through which we make decisions in our businesses. That's the first part. Um, The second part is sustainability. So how do you stay in business? How do you make sure that you don't lose sight of your own life? How do you make sure that you stay in your business. You know, you you might see people who are, you know, having overnight success type businesses and then they disappear off the face of the planet. Is that the kind of business you want or do you want to be able to stay in business for a long time and make um, a bigger impact, whatever that looks like for you? I also see a lot of people who don't take vacations or feel like they can't step away from their businesses. I know. And that's not sustainable, right? And so nope. just like talking about that and kind of shedding light on that piece. And then it's so funny that you called me sparkly because it's something that I talk about often. (laughs) I talk about the sparkle factor and how different you as a human being are and how your, you know, your personality, the way that you work and your, you know, everything that is you is your secret sauce and how to differentiate yourself, um, whether it's through your process or just your personality. So that's a big part of the conversation that we have. And then the next piece is profitability. Obviously, we have to figure out how to pay ourselves and how do I feel about charging people money? How do I um, make sure that I'm asking for you know the value that I'm trying to deliver to my client? That kind of thing. And the the conversations there are, sometimes are a little bit you know icky. they feel icky to people. And I want to just show people and model that money making isn't a bad thing. And I think that. At the very beginning of my business, I was scared to say that, you know, we we should make a profit. As a social worker, I, I used to have a t-shirt that says, we'll work for change. And oh, no. right? It's a terrible money mindset. And I came into this business with, and I really had to shed that kind of icky mindset about like, in order to make good in the world, I had to not make any money. And so there's a lot of people that resonate with that message. And I wanted us to be able to shed that together and to walk into more healthy mindsets. So there's that profitability piece. I also talk about social glue. So some people might just distill it down to networking, but it's really about relational communication and relational just connections and to to be able to say, hey, I really appreciate you. I like you a lot. I want to get to know you, not just like selling to somebody. So just creating those connections throughout industries and to be able to grow and leverage your business that way. And then we talk about like strategic visibility and a lot of people want these big breaks. Like how do I get on these big TV shows or whatever? And we have to think about, is that actually in line with our goals? Does that make sense for what we're trying to do right now? Um, and, or, you know, how do I get on that podcast or get a guest expert spot? Or how do I teach for this, you know, particular platform or whatever? Um, and figuring out how to actually get there. Does your content align for that? Um, and is everything that you're creating right now position you for whatever it is that you're looking for? And then the seventh segment is goals and focus. And this is the the question we were answering at the very beginning, but how do I stop from spinning my wheels and how do I figure out what to focus on next? 
and what do I need to be doing in my business to make sure that it's progressing and moving the needle forward? Wow, that's a lot. You give a lot of value. It's packed, packed with stuff. <laughs> um, so one thing you talked about, which is really juicy, has to do with that mindset around money. So I, I'm curious how you overcame that and how you can help maybe someone who's listening who still hasn't gotten over that. How can we shift that? How can we know that money actually is is great and we should change our views of it and and let it in and not be apologizing for asking to make money? I think that the biggest shift in mindset for me was, you know, I believe that people who had money were wrong or bad or whatever. And like, it wasn't like a conscious thought. And somebody said to me one day, money magnifies whatever it is that you are. And so money magnifies that you are a good person. Money can also magnify somebody who is a bad person or like value something else. And so what do you value? And if you value that, you know, other humans, you're probably going to be investing in those things if you had more money Mm, or infrastructure. That's so good. Isn't that? So I I think that that's that's a way for me to shift the mindset to say, if I made more money, when I make more money, I can do more good in the world. And so can you, right? As a heart-centered person, we want you to have more money so that we can do more heart-centered goodness in the world. And then the other thing that I think was a huge mindset shift to me was to be able to embrace the and. So for me, to be heart-centered, and to look at profit. That was something that I never had tried on before. And you can be a social worker and make money. You can be um, a creative and not be a starving artist, right? Like you can have money. And so how can we embrace the and for ourselves? And so there's a lot of things that I think society either tells us or our families tell us we pass down these money messages and then we ultimately wear them without even knowing them. So just checking those and saying, oh, what is it that I actually believe about money? Um, And those translate into how we charge for our our work and how we demonstrate how we value our, our own time. Yeah, that's excellent. Those are really good things to chew on. I feel like one thing that gets in people's way is there's not really sometimes this big opening for feeling that we deserve to be so happy. I think that, you know, letting that in and really creating and carving out, you know, different chunks of time to make ourselves happy or or, or dreaming mm-hmm. up a life that really feels fulfilling. So why do you think mm. we can, you know, make a case that people do have the permission to live life on their terms. When I started my business, when I was still in my social work career, um, one of my former mentors came into my office and was, she was just giving a presentation that day in my building. So we just decided to hang out and she closed my door. She had just lost her best friend to cancer. Mm. She was 32 years old, Mm-mm. just like not fair. Awful. And she was looking at me Oof. and we just closed the door. She sat down kind of like, you know, stumbled into my chair and looked at me and said, Raina, life is too damn short not to love every single day. And it just like broke me in that moment. And it was just minutes of silence or maybe it was just seconds, but it felt like forever because that was exactly what I needed to hear and say, yeah, life is too short. And if I can make a change and if I'm allowed to live a life that's not what I am doing right now, what would I be doing? And just opening up the possibility that life could be different. I think that was the permission that I needed to just 
even start exploring. It, that, that was not the moment that I decided that I was going to be a full-time entrepreneur at all. It was just the permission that I needed to not commute two hours each way with my child, right? It was the permission that I could, yes, love my job where I was right then and there, but I also wanted something more. Like, And we're allowed to admit to ourselves that we yearn for something more. Yeah. That's a really powerful story. And it doesn't get clearer than that. I have a, a very good friend who says there's nothing like a good funeral because it wakes yeah. you up and we're very desensitized. You know, I just read a quote. It was the Dalai Lama and he was saying it was the quote was something like, the problem is that we think that there's just so much time. Right. And so, you know, it's like, we'll get to that. You know, when I retire, I'll be happy. When I retire, I'll do this. When I'm older, I'll, you know, we put things off and it's kind of a weird way to live in our culture as opposed to, you know, making joy a must every single day, every yeah. single day. And I think that people have shame around it. I think it's hard for people to say that they deserve to go take 20 minutes and just feel the sun on their face. It's like people feel like they have to have a reason. They have to be productive. They have to um, have something to show for it. Joy on its own. It's not enough of a reason to just exist. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just like blowing bubbles in the middle of the day yesterday. Not because I have a child. I do, but he wasn't here. I was just doing it by myself <laughs> because I wanted to get outside and I wanted to do something. And um, it, it's just one of those things that like, why not do the things that we want to do? And another thing that kind of comes up as you're saying that is I think in this in our culture, there's this idea that money making, like making a living has to be hard. Like in order for us to be able to have a life, like we have to work hard and it has to be difficult. Um and I think it breeds the sense of what we're saying that you can't just be happy and you're not, you don't have permission to do that. Um, I wanted to reference a book that Leah Weiss wrote, and it's a book about mindfulness at work. And I think it's called How We Work. Mm -hmm. And it's all about like purpose and reclaiming like sanity and your mental space and stuff like that at work. And I just loved it because I think we don't talk about that enough, like bringing your whole human self to work, whether that's, you know, your nine to five job or, you know, to like parenting or whatever. And I just loved the way that she framed uh, mindfulness and like, it's not about meditation necessarily, although that is too mindful, um, but just like being your whole human authentic self. Yeah, that's beautiful. What would you say to people who are feeling just like, really overwhelmed and, and low and stuck in this moment. You know, sometimes I have to remember that I've had those moments, you know, life is yeah. a series of all different kinds of feelings all the time. And I would venture to say that all of us feel a range of most feelings throughout one given week, but there are times and seasons where things are harder. And I have to remember that like, you know, for some people that season is right now. And yeah. it's hard then when they hear people who are like, you know, really amped up and excited and feeling really good. And I don't know sometimes what it is that will help sort of unlock that moment for someone so that they can see that this too shall pass. Yeah, no, I love this question so much. Um, when I quit my full-time job as a social worker and my choice was to become a full-time mom. I had a one-year-old at that point and I had no plans of going back to work and I had just left and this job that I absolutely adored and loved. And I felt relieved that 
I didn't have to work, but I learned pretty quickly that I'm a pretty awful stay-at-home mom. I'm an extrovert through and through, and I find a lot of joy and like relief in having an identity that's separate and being able yes. to go to work is like something that's really, really important to me. Mm -hmm. I felt so lost being at home. I felt like, and it sounds so bad because like you're a mom and you're supposed to adore your child. Oh and I God, do, I totally but relate to this. And it makes me feel so supported <laughs> and relieved to hear you say these words. <laughs> yeah. I needed like, I needed like a community and we had just moved and there were just so many things happening that I felt like I wasn't allowed to be sad as a mom, right? Like yeah. staying at home, like what, why should you be sad? Like you get to be at home, like you don't have to do anything. You could just hang out and watch TV with your kid. But I felt so lost because I felt like my sense of purpose started and ended with my child. And so I felt like I really needed an external sense of identity and I didn't know how to get that. I didn't know how to, you know, find the job that felt like validating for me that would make me feel, I don't know, it sounds kind of dumb, but like a job that would make me feel more complete than I felt then. And I felt like my network had shattered. And so I don't know, it's a lot of different things for me. But that particular moment was like such a low because it was my it was right around the time of my 30th birthday. And 30s felt like such a exciting thing. But at the same time, it was probably like the, the lowest I've been um, in quite a long time. I can't tell you how much I relate to you. I think there's so much shame around this. I think that moms don't talk about this enough. And why is it? Why would it be in our culture assumed that a mom who is an adult who has all these things she wants to do, why wouldn't she be bored? Why wouldn't she feel frustrated? She doesn't want to play Legos. They weren't built for a 30-year-old. They were built for a two-year-old. It is boring, right? So I'm so glad that you said it because it makes me feel relieved. And I think that there's people who need to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And it's so interesting because as my kiddo has grown, it's it's been like more conversations around like, if I am in my business or if I'm doing things for me, like ice skating last year, I could have picked my son up earlier, but instead I went to go to practice, you know, and like, I am such a better human when I have that time. I think we need that space to not only be mom and homemaker and cook or whatever, but also like that other part of yourself as well. Yeah. Um, as we sign off here, do you have anything you would like to say to the person who's right now sitting and listening? Any thoughts just sort of before we wrap up? I want to tell people that where you are is enough and you are enough where you are right now. And there is more in your journey, but where you are, there's a lesson. And I think that we're so eager to find out what's next and what's possible and what's in our future and the empire that we can create. But honestly, there's something here right now that needs to be seen by us and to be recognized. And this is part of the journey. Amazing. Thank you, Raina. That was such a lovely and generous thing to say. Thank you for that. Tell us where we can find you. Um, you can find me at RainaAndCo.com, and you can find me over at, on Instagram. That's where I'm most active with my community, as well as the Fueled with Heart Facebook community. So you can find me for that at RainaAndCo.com forward slash community. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for continuing to put such good stuff in the world. Um, I look forward to spending more time with you soon.
Thanks so much, Kathy. Isn't Raina amazing? You guys should definitely go check her out. She is helping coach so many people. You'll love her Instagram. And if you want to work with somebody, I would highly suggest reaching out to her um, because she's great. Okay, before we go on, let's take a quick ad break. Thanks to Outdoor Voices for supporting our podcast. Outdoor Voices believes that harder, faster, stronger is not necessarily always better. So they design gear for doing things, being active, and having fun. They encourage living happier, healthier, and more sustainable lives through daily exercise. It's more about getting out there and trying instead of setting a record. Outdoor Voices has special fabrics for every type of activity like their signature textured compression, which hugs, sculpts, and supports your shape or their tech sweat fabric that keeps you cool and dry during high intensity workouts. Free shipping and hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied, but trust me, you're gonna love this. I got their cloud knit sweatpants in gray, you guys. These are like the softest, most comfy pair of pants I've ever worn. I'm wearing them right now. It's honestly like being on a cloud. And I love that they're all about just being active. You don't have to be a marathon runner or like a bodybuilder. You can just go outside and just take a walk or do some light yoga. For me, I know if I can get in that daily active ritual, I'll be 10 times more energized and ready to put in 110% into the day. For 20% off your first order of $100 or more, you can visit outdoorvoices.com slash dreamjob and enter promo code dreamjob. That's 20% off your first order of $100 or more by visiting outdoorvoices.com slash dreamjob and using promo code dreamjob. Okay, let's celebrate some of our incredible meetup groups. We have a group in Tennessee that's starting up, another group in North Carolina, and the Chicago group met up for the first time. Jacqueline posted a picture on Instagram of all of them. They trekked through the cold weather and all the traffic to get there. So I'm super proud of you guys. I'm really excited to hear what awesome results you're going to get from this extra support and accountability. It's such a good thing for you guys to be together around like-minded people talking about the podcast and what you're learning and then allowing yourself to have the space to brainstorm. And then it keeps you accountable to meet up with this group a week later and a week after that. If you guys want to join a meetup group, you can reach out to us at hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com. We will put you in a meetup group, or you can find a link in the show notes for you to uh, just let us know where you are and we'll try to put you in touch with a meetup group. The Chicago's next meetup is January 5th. You can definitely join that one, but we have meetup groups all over the country and all over the world. Um, so please reach out. We'll help you find a group in your area. And speaking of meeting up, I want to meet up with you in person right here in Los Angeles. Uh, we're doing an event in March, the 14th and 15th. We're having the Dreamtopia workshop. You guys, it's going to be epic. I keep reaching out to amazing people who've been guests on this podcast. And one by one, they each keep telling me, yes, that they are going to be there to speak at this event it's going to be just oodles of whatever you love about this podcast, but live in person, it takes it to a whole different level. If you want to have a breakthrough in 2019, come to this event. If you guys go ahead and get tickets now, uh, before January 1st, you can use the code EARLYBIRD and get yourself a $54 discount. The tickets are only $350, bucks, so if you get a $54 discount, you can get the two-day full event for $296. Bucks. Uh, tell a friend, come on, bring somebody. This is the gift for you. You are going to leave there with such clarity. I'm so excited about it. Some of the amazing guests we've had on the show that I can already tell you about, and I'm going to announce more speakers as we have more confirmations, but I can already tell you Sahara Rose is going to be there. Amy Tangerine is going to be there. Saul Blinkoff is going to be there. 
I'm going to be there. And I have five more people I can't wait to tell you about. I'm just waiting to hear confirmation. You guys are going to get a chance to sit in on super inspiring mastermind sessions. And then also you're going to have a chance to ask your questions. And then we're going to get into some exercises to help you do some writing and some brainstorming and help you get more of you out in this year coming up 2019. This is going to be your year. This is the moment. It's really coming together. It's going to be two full days of enriching, enlightening conversations and activities. So I said we have an early bird discount. Go to dreamtopiaworkshop.com and use the code earlybird. That's earlybird, one word, and you'll get $54 off the original ticket price. We have this offer available until the end of 2018, so don't miss out. Again, that's dreamtopiaworkshop.com and use the code earlybird. I can't wait to see you guys there. I cannot wait to give you a hug and see you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Let me know what wins you have or any questions you have, and we'll share these on these Thursday episodes. You can DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller or come on over to the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group and post it there. It's going to make my day if you would take a second right now and share the show with just one other person and let them know it doesn't cost a thing for them to subscribe and listen. I really want to grow this community even more. I think we're creating like a movement of people who are realizing that uh, they can live according to what really feels most exciting to them. And they can really start serving the world in the way that they can and only they can. I know that we can make bigger waves in this world together. You guys are really the ones making this happen. If you weren't here, I'd just be talking to myself in my closet. So thank you so much. I love you guys. I'm going to leave you with another song of mine. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. When you just can't sleep When you're counting sheep I'll be here for you I'll be here for you When you need to talk Take a good long walk I'll be here for you I'll be here for you Of all the people on the planet If I had my choice I couldn't have planned it Plan.